0: Been amazing to uh, kind of go through that and kind of walk through uh, that, and um, but today is going to be a little different. Today is going to be a little different, uh, and so we're not going to do your standard, you know, uh, scripture uh, ahead of the prayer uh, sorry, uh, at, at the beginning. Uh, get your Bibles because we will definitely do some scripture, um, but we're going to. It's a little different uh, today, uh, and so. I'm going to uh, introduce to some of you guys somebody a great friend of mine uh, a great uh, person um, that uh, I believe that I would not be who I am today had not God placed them in my life uh, because so I'm not going to preach today I know it sounds crazy I'm not going to preach today especially been out last week Um, but I'm going to do something a little different if you will. Lady J. Amen. So if you can, let us stand for a word of prayer. Lord, we love you. We thank you, God, for your goodness, your grace, your mercy, and your love. God, we thank you, God, for what you have done, what you are doing. God, we pray that you will take today's service, God, and today's message, and that you will anoint us, God, to speak. The truth about your word, God, so that the people who are here, their hearts will change. Be motivated. Be elevated. In the blessed and marvelous name of Jesus, we pray. And the church says, amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. We are not preaching today. We are talking. Amen. We are sitting down. Can we have a conversation, guys? Can we have a conversation the The reason why I wanted to do this, as you know, we are in our series um and we are um uh, of all the things we've been talking about uh we've been talking about singleness and we talk about uh dating and and so now we're up to marriage next week, I wanted to put the precursor right there uh for my parents next week is the special one, if you know what I mean uh that is the special series uh so uh, the babies will be in the back, but I wanted them to come sit down with us today. And, uh, be one, the kids can see Mama up here uh, sure. for the very first time. Uh, but also, uh, we have because we're talking about marriage today. Uh, I wanted um, our teachers to be able to be in with us uh, because it's amazing and, and it's one of the most, I believe, one of the 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 lost arts of 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 relationship um, and 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 the church, if you will. So we're going to do it a little differently. We're going to do it a little differently. Uh, and so we're going to, um, we're going to um, just try and allow God to speak to us. And so we want to, before we get started, though, we want to take a trip down memory lane. Uh, and we want to uh, kind of, it was in um, January of 2002. No, 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 three. Sorry, January 2003, um, where um, there was this young lady that walked into uh, the mall, and uh, uh, at the time, uh, I thought uh, I was all that and then some. I did, uh, and uh, she, uh, she showed up uh, multiple times uh, at the mall. I was working at Gadzooks. Uh, she showed up multiple times at the mall, and so I was uh, under the impression that um you know she was coming for me, she was obviously coming back to the mall every day to see me, and so uh, obviously that I need to talk to her uh, little little did I know Waco has uh, now they have a little more, but at the time they had nothing in Waco. Uh, <laughs> Other than the Richland Mall, uh, and so um, yeah, she was not coming for me. Uh, she was coming because, uh, little that I know, years later I would find out that she had a little bit of a problem. We we're going to have a little um, intervention service after uh, afterwards. Uh, she has a shopping problem, uh, <laughs> and so uh, she was there shopping. But uh, it was amazing uh, to see. And so this was us uh, back in our early days uh, of dating. Uh, this was I was uh, on one of my visits. Uh, I, w- I used to sing with a choir out of Dallas, uh, and so I would drive up here, and so this is on one of our, uh, we I think we were at one restaurant. restaurants, and I'll tell you where I found this picture. This is crazy, because uh, I was trying to go through all the pictures, and I was trying, you know, we've been on vacation all week, and so I'm like, I- we have to find some great pictures to to kind of share, uh, and so guess where I found this? On MySpace. Amen. If you, anybody know what that <laughs> is, I, I, it w- it's still out there. It's th- it, uh, Still uh, still there. Have, it was a picture on MySpace. Amen. Uh, Amen. <laughs> So then years later, uh, uh, April 26th, uh, God blessed us. Uh, It was a wonderful day. Uh, We had a day, uh, uh, a beautiful princess. Uh, uh, They tell me that I cry, the devil is a lie. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) as I as she walked in, uh, it was it was beautiful. It it was glorious. Uh, We had a wonderful time uh, there. And it was beautiful. We had a wonderful, wonderful opportunity to to get married. Um, Was it as as uh, did you have many butterflies as I did? Yes. (laughs) But I'll tell you, we had a great time. We had we had a wonderful time. Uh, And and through our love, uh, we talked about last week, through your love, uh, you are to reproduce. Remember that? Uh, and so God has blessed us, uh, with two beautiful, beautiful children, uh, Trenton and Trinity. We thank God for them. Uh, now I, I, I'm going to give you a precursor. Most of you know, uh, when we first got married, um, I had, I already had a son. Uh, and so West, some of the stuff we're going to talk about today, uh, because, uh, he, he is a wonderful growing, trapping young man uh, 16 years old. Uh, but that was a part, that was a part of our marriage in the beginning. And we had to, uh, really go through that and really have to figure that out, uh, how that really worked. And so, um, I, I just believe that, um, uh, today's message, um, it is, it's going to be based around, you know, we, we talked about, um, um, the different relationships. So no matter what, 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 status you're in right now, uh, there's a word for you, uh, be it you're single, you're dating, you're married. Now, we don't have anything for it's complicated. Hashtag it's com- We don't have anything for that. Uh, <laughs> but uh,
1: uh, but no matter where you are,
0: no matter where you are, I, I just believe that um, it, it's going to be great. So, babe, uh, what can they expect today?
1: Okay, well, you all know this is not my forte. So I will be <laughs> reading more than speaking. <laughs> speaking more. But um, if you're single, you'll learn to love your singleness even more. And if you're dating, you'll be able to find things that you need to prepare for your future. I know there are many of us, uh, many of you that have spoken with us about getting married or engaged soon, and or you can become aware of certain obstacles that you should avoid going into marriage or while you're dating.
0: Learn from our mistakes, <laughs> amen.
1: <laughs> if you're married, this should definitely help take your marriage to the next level or give you a little tune-up. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, so understand, uh, what we want to kind of give you today is what we consider to be the keys to a healthy marriage. So that's what we're going to talk about, keys to a healthy marriage. Now, no, again, no matter where you are. Now, one of the things, the reason why I, I, I say no matter where you are, because uh, I just believe there are certain things just in marriage that – that, that kind of go over into relationship. But I just want you guys to make sure that you're able to do. So uh, you can stay seated for this portion, you, uh, uh, but I dare not uh, leave uh, today without giving giving you a scripture because if I do, I'm going to get all kind of calls this week. Uh, so uh, we wanted to at least give you a scripture. So if you will, turn with me in your Bibles, turn with us in your Bibles to Ephesians 5. And we're going to read 22 through 33 that is Ephesians 5, 22 through 33. Now, for most of you who don't know, my wife is not a public speaker by any stretch of imagination, so I am just a uh, hyena happy and peacock proud. Amen that she is here today uh, worshiping with us. Amen. Again, that is Ephesians 5, 22 to 33. If you haven't said man, Ephesians 5:22 through 33. It's going to be on the screen, so fret not, fret not. And it says,
1: "Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, <coughs> excuse me, as Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of the body." Now, as the church submits to Christ, so wives are to submit to their husbands in everything.
0: Husbands, love your wife just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. To make her holy, cleansing her with the washing of water by the word. He did this. To present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or anything like that, but holy and blameless. In the same way, husbands are to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hates him his own flesh, but provides and cares for it, just as Christ does for the church. Since we are members of his body, for this reason, a man will leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This mystery is profound. But I am talking about
1: Christ and the church. To sum up, each one of you is to love his wife as himself, and the wife is to respect her husband. Wow. Did you
0: understand that? Why Ephesians 5 and uh, 22 to 23, it has a lot in it. The main thing I think we want to kind of share as far as this story today is marriage uh, is supposed to be a reflection of God's relationship with the church, right? I think that's what he wants us to know that marriage is supposed to be the earthly representation of God's connection to the church. So one of the things we hear all the time is I can't hear God. And when I hear things like that, it triggers in my mind that because I just believe that uh, people that don 't have a relationship with God, marriage is supposed to show them and, and others uh, what God looks like uh, it 's supposed to show them uh, uh, what what, what, what the, the relationship between the church uh, and God is supposed to be like and so uh, because of that uh, it, when marriage uh, if is not done right, uh, I think we fall short of representing God to the world so listen. Uh, Once you have seen marriage, though, once you have seen it done correctly uh, and all this beautiful splendor, uh, no matter if you are a believer or not, there's just something attractive about a healthy marriage. There's just something beautiful about a healthy marriage. So think about it. There are people that get married three, four, five, eight, Elizabeth Taylor, amen, uh, (laughs) times uh, trying to Uh, to find that special connection. Um, Think about it. Uh, The gays and lesbians, they fought in the Supreme Court just for the right to be able to experience that. So no matter where you stand, uh, I I just believe there is a certain attraction to a healthy marriage. So we want to help you uh, with the keys to a healthy marriage. So we're going to jump right in. Uh, And so the first key uh, to a healthy marriage is, at least I believe, uh, is... Marriage was never meant to be done between just two people. What do you mean? I I want you to hear me very clearly. Um, It was never to be done with just between the husband and the wife. uh, But it was always supposed to be God at the center of a relationship. Okay. God was always supposed to be the center of a relationship. Why? Why? Uh, Why? Well, I I believe it's clear uh, uh, there because in John, uh, uh, 1 John 4 and 8 says, God is love. And the Bible tells us over and over again that uh, there is a particular one that uh, we all may may be uh, aware of. Uh, It says, for God so loved the world, what did he do? He gave. Think about that. He loved us so much. That he gave, so that is a representation. So I just believe you will never see real love until you see the sacrifice of giving, right? Sure. Never see uh, a real love, and so and, and, and I just believe that the problem is most people in our generation, most of the people in our generation, uh, we are we we are prone to we, we take 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 give, give more. What's uh, what's in it for me? Uh, 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 if, it not, if I don't see something in it for me, then I just don't think it's real. And so uh, I just believe the real evidence of love is through giving. And so, uh, and the only way you can have a true gi- giver's heart is if God is at the center of it. That's the only way you can get, have a true giver's heart is if God is at the center. Uh, and so um, what does it look like? We talked about it in, kind of in week one. Your singleness. If you have never heard that sermon before if you did if you have never heard a sermon on singleness I dare you to go over catch it in the podcast it's so wonderful uh we did it uh, uh it was a week one uh but uh, if if God is not at the center of your life and, and, and how then are you able to give anything because, because catch this if you allow him to be the center of your marriage if he is first the center of your life before you can see her If he's in the center, before I can see her, what do I have to see? I have to see God. And if I give everything I have to God, and if I'm giving everything I have to him in my love to see her, and to I'm already pouring out, I'm already giving, what then am I doing? I should be giving out. Uh, See, but the problem that many of us, we have is God is not the center. So when we look across to the other person, We can only see who? Them. I don't like seeing the man in the mirror all the time. So if I think about it, I don't like me all the time. So how then am I going to like somebody else all the time? So the only way that it can always be a great look across the room is if I'm looking through the prism of God. Because we, we just, we, we, we see God in, in our giving. Uh, and so, men, I believe it reads like this, and, and we read it at the beginning. In Ephesians 5 and 23, it says, husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church. And what did he do? He gave. And gave himself for her. If you want real relationship, you want to know the real definition of marriage, the real definition It's going to be a whole lot of dying to self and a whole lot of giving. And and the only way that you can do that is through God. So I'm just convinced that you can't do a real relationship, a real relationship, without God.
1: For me, on a daily basis, in constant prayer with the twins and Michael, (laughs) um, I know that I have to have God to be a good wife. And also a mother, because any mother knows that's trying Um, to hear your name, your new name after birth being called (laughs) a total of 500 times in one day. Takes patience. (laughs) Um, There's a song that we sing with the praise and worship team. It's called Fill Me Up. So as I see myself being a cup, um, I need that cup to be filled daily um, through prayer and having a relationship with God. If I speak or act from a place or give out of a full cup, then I'm more tolerable. If I give or speak or communicate from an empty cup, I'm less tolerable. Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> and it's more it comes out more as as an irritation <laughs> and a yelling. No. And the <laughs> um, I constantly have to pull from that from that place because 99.9% of the time I'm irritable if <laughs> if I'm not in tune. Um, just because you, the reality of I'm I'm by myself, then I attach to another human and I have to accept his ways. And then we bring two little humans to the world, and you have to accept their ways. And they each have their own personality. Amen. Um, strong-willed personalities. <laughs> so, but um, now understand, I'm not saying that what we're doing or what they're doing that frustrates me or irritates me is not valid. That's yeah, valid.
0: Very valid. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I can control how I react I to it. I know me. <laughs> <laughs> um, my my response can be better if I have uh, the connection that I need. In Ephesians 4:31 and 32, it says, "All bitterness." Anger and wrath, shouting and slander must be removed from you along with malice. And be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving one another just as God also forgave you in Christ. I'm not always good at this. There are a lot of times where I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but he is working on me. Amen. Um, but I understand that the only way that I'm going to get there is with the help of Jesus because – it's It's a lot, it's a lot at times, um because without him, let me tell you, I'm sure some of you have experienced some of that empty cup without jesus joke. <laughs> but,
0: but but that's all of us i, 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 I think about it if if we're all, everybody are to be honest with ourselves uh, uh there there are just certain people, amen, there are just certain activities, certain things that people can do, uh, that get the best of us, right? We all have those empty cup moments. There are just certain actions that cause us uh, to go there. So in order for us not to, we need God. Think about it. Uh, this is why God uh, uh, is, I think he's talking to all of us there in Matthew 22 when he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. What What was he saying? He says uh, uh, this is the greatest And most important command. So marriage is a lot of giving. A lot. A lot of giving. So my question is, if it's a lot of giving, where is it coming from? You're going to give something. Where are you actually getting it from? She said, fill me up. So she's getting her fill from the Lord, and, and that's what she's giving out, that full cup. You're going to give something. So, are you giving from an empty place, and 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 you're giving off what 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 Satan is that you know on this side where Satan, or is it on this side where you know the angel talking to you? Where are you where are you giving from? Uh, because I just believe uh, there's just something that uh, you have to give from a from 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 a certain place.
1: While watching a video, um, preparing for this, an uh, image came up of a triangle. point and the husband at one of the bottom points and the wife at the other. Um, the only way that we can come closer together or grow is to have God in the center. Um, it, it becomes a very obsolete triangle <laughs> we're pulling um and going opposite directions. And we're turning from God as opposed to, to God.
0: Yeah. See it's it, it's Look at the bottom, at the beginning of your relationship, at the very bottom, there is a connection between husband and wife from the beginning. You decide to get together for a reason. You're dating. Uh, there was something about them that y'all, you liked. Uh, but the only way you can get to God and get closer to him is if you both, turn, closer to each other, excuse me, getting closer to each other at the bottom is not possible because you lose the triangle. Think about that. If you get closer without God, you lose the triangle of God. But the way you can get closer is if you both, instead of looking across, you both look up at the point of God. Catch this. In the process of get, of getting closer to God, you get closer to each other. Not only do you get closer to each other, you also elevate your relationship. But too often, we try to do it without God, and in turn, we become Uh, That's why I believe the whole term, and I know this is very King James, but unequally yoked. Anybody read that? When you're unequally yoked, you have one person who's trying to fix the marriage in one way, but the other person who's trying to look to God and trying to fix it in another way, guess what you get? You're not getting getting the elevated relationship, and you're definitely not having a perfect marriage or a healthy marriage in the eyes of God and how it it, was orchestrated to be. Uh, 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 We've
1: also seen that at a wedding they tied the three
0: strings together. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, We were at a wedding and the minister took out, I guess it was ribbon, Mm -hmm. three different color ribbons. And one was a color that represented the wife, one was a color that represented the husband and the other God, and he tied them together all the way from top to end. And he was like, you're intertwined. This cannot, one cannot come, come away from the other. They're tied together.
0: Amen. So. I just believe God has to be, must be the center of your life. The second key, the next key that we want to talk about is, this is a very important one. If you're not taking, if you haven't taken notes yet, this is the moment that you've been waiting for. Uh, uh, you must know the difference between what your spouse needs and what they want. Amen. uh, Jody, uh, uh, she, uh she comes to me all the time and she tells me how she needs uh, new shoes. Uh, right now, she's telling me she needs a new house. Uh. <laughs> but uh, there's a difference between a need and a want. Uh, uh, but, uh, but being that, saying that, I, I just believe uh, with with every spouse, with every man, with every woman, there are just three things that you must know that your spouse not wants but needs. Catch that. This is, these are not wants we're going to share. We want to share some true needs with you.
1: I can agree with all the ones that I'm gonna give the men. <laughs> we'll pray about those ones that he's gonna give. Amen. I understand that <clears throat> excuse me, women and men are equal in marriage, um, but we're created with different needs. So he designed us to be able to fill those needs mm-hmm. that too many times we all have a tendency to um understand to to misunderstand a need. Something that we need is something that you require to function on a daily basis. And we place it in the category of a want and we neglect it. So men, I'm going to give you three things.
0: Men, write these down. This is it.
1: That every woman needs. All it's right. Notes. You got it? You got your hands ready? <laughs>
0: Um, but Hold on. Before we do that, okay. can, can, I, can I? Before we give you the three things that men need, can I give you, for everybody, there are three things that no one can give you. Catch that. We have some needs that uh, we believe that the spouse can give, but there are three things that nobody can give you. The first thing is no one can give you identity. No one can uh, give you your purpose. And the other thing is no one can accept you. God has already done all three of those. So, so you, 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 when you get into a relationship, you should already know who you are. Catch this. You should already have purpose. See, too often we are trying to get in relationships, trying to find purpose. When the reality of it is, the person that you're joining with are they are not supposed to give you purpose. They're supposed to help you achieve purpose. And there is, there is a big difference. All right, and then nobody can accept you. you already accepted. All right, but can you can you help us and give us uh, the three things uh, to, to help us, men?
1: Hel- okay. Help, please. You have your pens ready. All right. Number one is security. Uh huh. Number two is affection. Amen. And number three is communication. Oh Lord. But what talk. do they mean? Broken down. <laughs> security. Safety, yes. For example, a home, protection. Okay. Uh, we need to know that our heart is taken care of, and we need financial security. Hey, Amen. I really don't want you, if you changing jobs every two you weeks. You need a plan. <laughs> I
0: mean, if you ain't, at least if you ain't got no good job, at
1: least you have a plan. Have a good resume. At least have a good resume. Hey, Amen. <laughs> For the definition of affection. Okay, I know what you men are thinking. Is not sex. Huh? That's not affection. That's no. that's not the same thing.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> I know what you think. And he got excited when I said <laughs> affection, but nope. It's loving gestures, compliments, cuddling, flowers, cards, handwritten letters. Did y'all get did y'all get that? Did you get it?
0: Remember, I used to write songs. <laughs> I had idea. I used to and I realized I hadn't written a song in years like what it took to get them it's going to take that and more to keep them too often we get cold when we stop dating our wives Amen. hey, man, hey th- yeah uh.
1: and i know a lot of people be like well i wasn't raised in that kind of household i don't know how to show affection you better figure it out <laughs> cuz she doesn't want it these are things that your wife actually need okay um and don't do it just because you think oh well something I wanted today, so she deserves it. So I guess I'll get her a little flower on the way home. That's not, it's not, the, not the same? No, 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 no. Just like a flower, your wife, just like a flower needs water, your wife needs these things to thrive and to live.
0: So hold on. Did, I mean, did you catch that? Did you catch that? If If you take away sun and water away from a flower, not only will it not grow, but it will die. So, basically what you're telling us is, because we're not giving our wives these three things, we are emotionally killing them and depriving them from the very thing that they need. Not want, but need.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm, okay. And the third thing that every woman needs is communication. Whew, Lord, have mercy. Mm-hmm. I know some women talk a little more than me. <laughs> In my mm-hmm. case, it's different. <laughs> He definitely out-talks me. <laughs> um, and you'll find on most fact websites and self-help books that women use an average of 20,000 words a day, while men speak approximately 7,000 words a day. That's a lot of words. <laughs> I don't know how true this is <laughs> in our household. Um, but you have to understand that we want to communicate. Um, and by nature, men are fixers. So sure. that that creates a problem when you're trying to communicate, because Mike can come home in the evening, and I just want to tell him what happened. And by the time I say, "Guess what the kids did today?" He's already get yelling at here. them to get in there. I'm here. like, "Wait, I hadn't told <laughs> you. I hadn't even communicated to you what what happened. I don't I don't need you to fix it. I already took care of it. I just want you to hear. I'm bringing. I'm communicating with you. I'm, <laughs> I'm communicating <laughs> with you to bring you, you know, abreast on what's going on." so that we can be on one accord, but he's already trying to fix it. Then what happened? (laughs) So, um, a lot of times women just want to talk and want to be heard. They want you to listen, not fix a problem. Um, Why are we talking? You can say things like, I understand. Oh, I've been there before. I felt that way. Or if you can't empathize or sympathize with your wife, then you can say one catchphrase
0: Good, good. I'm here.
1: And it would be, hey, or babe, or honey, what can I do to help you through this? What do you need from me? Hmm. And surprisingly, she may tell you. So don't just assume something <laughs> else. All the
0: men is like, oh, God. Don't just
1: blank stare. <laughs> don't turn on ESPN while she's talking and be like, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, yeah, babe. Oh, my God. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. And then you can't. But if, if you're so to sum it up, let's go back over. Your man, wife, your wife needs security, affection, okay. and communication. Okay. These are needs, not wants. It's like gas in a car.
0: Ooh. You can't, you can't drive a car without gas. <laughs>
1: nope, okay.
0: Not. All right. It, it, well, and and you can some some of them. But have you ever driven a car without gas? See, see some of y'all, y'all some of y'all ain't been broke before. Ain't been <laughs> real broke. Well, you ain't had no gas in the car. And it stops, and 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 you you keep pushing to to keep going. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Is driving on fumes. Some of y'all are in y'all relationship driving on fumes. Amen. Because you're not giving the three things. So I, I love it. I love it. Uh, uh, so ladies, get your pins out. Get your pins out. Get your pins out.
1: Amen. I'm, um, we'll pray about these.
0: Amen. The first thing that your your your, your man needs he, that he just needs. First thing is. Honor and respect. He needs you to hold him in high regard. Listen, he should be your superhero. And and this is going to mess somebody's theology. But you should praise him. Tell him that he's doing. Not worship him. No, no, not worship him. But praise him. (laughs) Tell him that he's doing great. Tell him that he's doing a good job. I know this sounds crazy, but he he may not want to admit it but he has an ego you have to stroke his ego because it is something that that you you not not only is this a way to show him uh, honor and respect but it's a way that there's something else that most people don't know that is showing him way of honor and respect catch this this is a big one this is a big one allow him to fail what do you mean allow him to make bad decisions and then uh uh and instead of you just saying, you know what we most say, I told you so, because listen. Listen, a man wants a wife. Why you do that? Not I a mother. Not to do I that. told you. <laughs> no, th- we don't want to hear that. We want you to we want you to lift us up because we don't want another mother. We we allow him to fail because what? Even in his failure, he's learning something. And when you turn that over into I told you so, guess what you did? He stopped learning and started focusing on what you said. Another thing that you can do is, uh, uh, d- d- when when he's got there and you want to tell him, just turn it over to God.
1: Let God get it. Tell
0: him. God. <laughs> I, I'll, can, can I? Can I? Sh- sh- we, there's there, there's a moment, and I knew my wife was at another place. She was in that, another place in our relationship. We were we were having a uh, uh, a loud conversation. Amen. <laughs> a loud conversation. Um, and I'm I'm done. I am. Do- I'm I'm like I'm I'm done. And she says, "Let's pray." I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to pray right now. I don't, I I want to argue. I'm, I, I want, I want to argue it out. She said, "Let's pray," because there's some things that you may not be able to say that through the conversation with God can fix it. So give it over to God. So uh, uh, let him fail because uh, uh, instead of you know doing the whole "I told you so" and by you letting him fail, you know what you're actually doing—showing him the honor, and respect, because you're giving him support, even through his failures. Because we need support. So, uh, and we talked a little bit about this uh, in week one, because we said man, uh, when we talked about uh, God never meant for man to be alone. Uh, but how did He describe uh, the gift that He gave man through woman? What did He give her? How did He describe her? I help me. I help me. So you are supposed to help him meet. Not tell him that he's wrong, amen. So support him, give him support. The second one, amen, men, amen. I had to need your help. The second one, amen. We're we're we just gonna flash it on the screen because we do have the babies in the room today. It's okay. Uh, the se, they need it.
1: This is not a want.
0: This is a need. She's shaking her head. That she's like no. Show me love. in the Bible. What? Uh, okay. Okay. No, listen. I I am I, you, that's, I'm so glad you said that. First Corinthians 7 and 5 says do not deprive one another sexually especially when you agree, uh, except for when you agree on a time to devote yourself to prayer. Only time you're supposed to deprive is through prayer. Then come together. So after you've Uh, deciding that time you're supposed to fasting and praying come back together after that with one another otherwise here's why why we need it Satan may tempt you because you lack uh, self control it's not a need sorry not a want it's a need listen women I, I know uh, it can come some across, and this is on the other side, come across as a, a as a want, and it can come across as he getting on my last nerve and only want me for one thing. But the reality of it is, I, the, the, when there is a gap in, uh, in, in your intimacy and in your relationship, you leave a gap for Satan to fill. Catch that. When there is a gap there, you're leaving a gap for Satan to fill. And if you, it is not a a want, it's a need. The third thing that every man needs, even though we don't always act like it, is communication. Now, I know what some of you are thinking. Well, a woman needs communication and a man needs communication. Uh, I don't see what the problem is. Number three should be the, the best thing there is. The problem is we don't communicate in the same way. What do you mean? Uh, has anybody ever heard of uh, Dr. Uh, Gary Chapman, uh, the five love languages? Mm-hmm. If you haven't, go to this website, go to this website, uh, uh, and learn your love language. Just five of them. Uh, there's five of them. We have uh, affection, uh, quality time, uh, receiving of gifts, uh, acts of service, and physical touch. Uh, is there anybody in the house that 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 fluently speaks Spanish? Anybody fluently speaks Spanish? Semi. Sim, semi. What happen, have you ever been in a circumstance where somebody who speaks fluent Spanish-speaking person walks up to you and try to communicate? They don't speak in English, and they try to walk up to you and have a conversation. How easy is that conversation to have? <laughs> impossible. It's impossible to understand. See the problem is many of us think we're communicating with our spouse, but have no clue that we're speaking completely in opposite languages. And 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 we we she I, I, she's speaking Spanish. I'm speaking Portuguese. And and the only language we both know is English. And we just determined we're not going to speak that because her her Spanish somewhat sound like it sounds like I might if we maybe catch some words in Portuguese. I don't know. <laughs> so for the longest, I'll get be, be honest with you. I thought Jody's uh, gift was uh, gifts, so my thing was if I just buy her a lot of good, nice stuff, then you know all will be well, right? And I just just buy her and buy and and, and just just buy it all that I can. But the reality of it is, it's it, it's not. You know, it, it, and so it took me a while. It took us going through this and kind of learning one another to realize that my gift giving was uh, was 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 worth this much. When me washing dishes was worth this whole entire room, hey, amen. Hey, listen, she'd be like, "Why are you coming to washing dishes today?" Listen, uh, uh, can, can, man, amen. There's an agenda to every. Not joking. <laughs> but think about it. it. If you know what those things, so so sir, acts of service was high on her list. So once I figured that out. Well, I need to change the bed linen. I, I need to. Clean, I need to clean. I need to wash the dishes. I need. I need to d- do some floors. I, I, there are just some things I need to be doing around. I, the, a, a, her car is dirty right now, and I've been thinking, when can I take? When is going to not rain so I can take and get her car clean? Because there's just, there are certain things that you know need to know that your spouse and in, 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 that that uh, you can communicate, uh, and so. Learn what your spouse, uh, what your level of communication is, uh, because if you don't know that, then you are dialing the bomb because you're communicating in the wrong way. Last but not least, the third thing, the third key to a healthy marriage, and this is a big one uh, that, that, that I'll tell you I struggled with, uh, and sometimes still do, is um, eliminate unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. Eliminate the unrealistic expectations. See, many of us have the ideas uh, that we think uh, uh, our spouses should do, and when they fail to do that, then there's something wrong with them,
1: right? You must learn to appreciate the person for who they are. If not, you'll miss their best quality trying to fix what you think is broken or a flaw. I know the Bible tells a man to cultivate his wife. But that does not mean to make her into something else. To go, to cultivate means to bring out the best of what's already there. Amen. You can't take, did, did you,
0: there's a whole lot of unrealistic expectations uh, uh, because uh, uh, if you have what you, in the expectations is, is, is wanting the other person, here's one, to make you happy. Amen. The expectation, uh, that was mine for a long ago. I thought my job. As her husband was to make her happy. And I realized I was doing myself a disservice, but also her disservice. And so if you are the spouse who are requiring. That your spouse make you happy, or your or your mate, your, your your dating world, the person is supposed to make you happy. Stop. That is unfair. It, it's unfair because the moment they are not able to, to to do everything you want them to do, or do everything that it is to make you happy, guess what? It, they can be giving everything they have, and it still not work. You don't just feel bad. Guess what happens? They feel like they're not good enough.
1: Can determine whether you have a good day or a bad day
0: hmm. codependent on on, on 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 your good day is, is, is if they're having a good day it should not be you should be able to have a great day in spite of uh, uh, t- tell you need to, to be able to tell yourself even even in ma- even in my marriage I must uh, uh, it, it's okay because I am the det- I am the determiner but how do you do that week one it's in your singleness mm-hmm. you must continue to work on your singleness uh, I am responsible for For my happiness. I am responsible for what I do and how I do it. And I can't put those expectations, those unrealistic expectations on somebody. Listen, I know a little unorthodox as far as today, we wanted to sit down with you and have a conversation. I want to sit down with you and really kind of break it down for you because I just believe that too often our churches are are unhealthy because our marriages are unhealthy. And so we just prayed that this blessed you. Uh, we prayed that uh, you can find that that we were able to you were able to find help in this because we just believe that every marriage should be a healthy marriage. Amen.